Hey everyone, welcome to the Freak Talks podcast where we discuss fitness, nutrition, and wellness and interview people in the fitness space who have great stories to tell, share their experiences, how fitness has influenced their life, and where they want to take it in the future. I'm your host, Seth Feldman. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode eight of the Freak Talks podcast. I'm your host, Seth Feldman. Today, we are talking about your metabolism, more so um, how to get the metabolism to fire the way that we want the metabolism to fire. So what do I mean by that? Um, There's a lot that actually goes into whether or not your metabolism is working the way that it should be. Some the, the, the body's very, very smart. It's very tricky. It learns very quickly on whether or not it needs to speed up or slow down your metabolism. And the way that that works is if you're not fueling your body, well, hold on. I mean, let me first get into the, the two main things that go into whether or not your metabolism is firing the way that it should be firing. So the first is going to be your caloric intake, right? So if you are not giving your body enough calories, if you're not feeding your body enough food, then your caloric intake is too low and your metabolism is going to adjust and change based on that information, based on the information that you are feeding it, that it is receiving from you by way of how much you're eating, how many calories you're taking in, how much proteins, carbs, and fats you're consuming each and every day. The second thing that really goes into whether or not your metabolism is firing and is sped up the way that it should be is your lean muscle mass, right? So kind of kind of the way that this works is Say your, your maintenance level of calories is 2,500. That's going to be an approximately 170 pound person, right? Particularly like a 170 pound male, it's pretty average uh, weight for men. If you're eating 12 to 1500 calories a day, you're not feeding your body enough food, enough calories, enough nutrients in order for your body to properly be able to keep the metabolism firing the way that it's supposed to be firing. Okay. So the, the, the correct process to do this, particularly um, in, in America's diet, um, people either generally massively undereat or massively overeat and don't know that they're doing either one. Most people think that they're eating the proper amount of food um, when in, in fact they're, they're significantly either undereating or overeating. Okay, so the best way to kind of identify this is to track your food uh, using some sort of a tracking app or a, a notebook, right? Old school bodybuilders used to use just a paper and pen notebook and they would write down everything that they ate, um, calories, macros, proteins, carbs, fats, um, and then track it throughout the day, add everything up at the end of the day. Okay. And then the second way is going to be lean muscle mass. So, so using weights, strength training, resistance training, actually building the muscle inside of the body. Okay. So, so, so there's an old saying out there, um, you know, as you get older, your metabolism slows down, right? So as you age, your metabolism slows down. And this is true to an extent, right? But it's, it's, it's not as clear cut and as cut and dry as, well, now I'm 35 or now I'm 40 or now I'm 50 and my metabolism is now slowing down, right? The, the way that it actually works is your metabolism is directly tied to your caloric intake and your lean muscle mass. So as you get older, you begin to have more responsibility in life. You have children, you have a full-time job, you sit at a desk all day. You're not as active as you were when you were younger, when you were in high school, middle school, college, early 20s, you were out running around all, all the time. You were very, very active in your lifestyle, whether that be you know, going out to the park with friends or, or playing sports or recreational or you know, you know, coordinated sports 
or whether it's, you know, going for a run or going to the gym and lifting weights. And then as you get older, you kind of, you get more responsibilities and you have less time to do all of those things. So you are correct in that as you get older, your metabolism does slow down, but it's not directly tied to your age. It's actually tied to your activity level, the amount of lean muscle mass that you have and your caloric intake more than anything else. Okay. So, so something that, that, that you really need to pay attention to when it comes to metabolism, especially if you're trying to lose weight, particularly if you're trying to lose body fat. Most of the the clients that I work with, whenever I do nutrition coaching is they want to lose weight. They want to lose body fat. They want to, you know, get under a certain weight or they want to, you know, get down to a certain number on the scale and they struggle with that. And the, the thing that I notice with the vast majority of them is that they under eat. And I can prove this to them because I can pull up any sort of a maintenance calorie calculator, TD, total daily energy expenditure calculator, and I can plug in all their information and they're drastically under eating, right? So clearly like they want to lose weight. Their number one focus is we need to cut more calories and increase activity, right? And generally the, the activity that they increase and that they add in is going to be some form of steady state cardio, right? They're going to go super light on the weights when they're at the gym. They're going to go for a run. They're going to go for a bike ride. They're going to go for a swim. They're going to do all of these things that involve steady state cardio. And they're all fantastic for you. But when you're trying to lose weight and your metabolism is as slowed down as it is, you actually need to focus on something else. You need to focus on building more lean muscle mass and slowly increasing your calories, right? We call this reverse dieting. So if you're a thousand calories under, you don't want to just jump straight up to your maintenance level of calories. You need to slowly reverse the metabolic damage that's been done to your body over time. And the way to do this is to increase by anywhere from 150 to 200, 250 calories per day total for a couple of weeks. So if you're at 1500 calories and you need to be at 2,500, maybe you go to 1750 and you hold that for two weeks, allow your body to adjust, allow your body to adapt to the caloric intake. Right after two weeks, you then go to 2000, hold that for two more weeks, right? Slowly increment your way until you're at that maintenance level of calories and then hold that maintenance level of calories for probably like four to six weeks and allow your body to adjust to the amount of food that it's getting. While you're doing this, you also want to prioritize strength training and building muscle. So this means if you're doing like a HIIT workout, so we do a lot of HIIT style workouts at Frequency. If you're doing a HIIT workout, grab the heavier weight, move a little bit slower, but build the muscle mass. Your heart rate's still going to get up. You're still going to increase your cardio by doing this, but you're also going to increase your muscle mass, which is going to be directly tied to how high and how fast your metabolism is kicking and burning, right? And any sort of a, a calorie tracker, I use a Whoop. Whoop is my go-to calorie tracker um, for calories burned throughout the day. Um, I, I feel like it's none of them are hundred percent accurate, but I feel like it is more accurate than an Apple watch or a Fitbit or a Garmin or any of those standard, you know, watch interfaces that, that kind of track your calories. Right. So I use a whoop and I can tell you that, that my daily caloric burn is anywhere between 3,500 and 4,000 calories per day right now, whether or not I work out, if I work out, it's usually in the higher end, closer to 3,800 to 4,000. If I don't work out, it's probably in the lower end, closer to like 3,200 to 3,500. And that's every single day. It wasn't always like this. When I first got this thing, you know, two years ago, my, my caloric intake was a lot lower. My metabolism was a lot slower and my calories burned was closer to like 
16 to 1800. The way that I increase my metabolism, the way that I increase the caloric burn that I experience is I did a lot of heavy weightlifting and I focused and primarily focused on getting stronger when I was in the gym and put less emphasis on the cardio. This comes in handy because I'm not a giant fan of cardio as it is. <laughs> I know it's very important for you. I do what I need to do in order to perform well when I'm doing a workout, but for me, cardio isn't a strength of mine. Strength training is more of a strength. It's, it's, it's what I'm better at. So just by doing more strength training, focusing more on building more lean muscle mass, I was then able to increase my metabolism to the point where even though I'm trying to bulk now and I'm trying to increase weight through, you know, bodybuilding and, and heavy weightlifting and a little bit less cardio, I'm actually still losing weight because my metabolism is as high as it is. Right. So, so when you, when you go on a, a extreme caloric deficit for a very long time and you do a lot of physical activity, whether that be mostly steady state cardio, but you know, even if you're doing HIIT training and you go with a lighter weight and it's, it's more of a cardio burn style workout, you're not doing full range of motion you're going with a, you know, 15, 20, 25 pound dumbbell, you're grabbing a 25 pound kettlebell every time you're not loading a barbell very heavy. You are going to struggle to achieve your goals. You're going to struggle to achieve the results that you're looking for because your metabolism is already so slow that you're not actually burning any calories. Right. So, you know, so what you're not burning the amount of calories that you would like to be burning in order to achieve the results that you're looking for. And the best way to reverse this is to increase your caloric intake slowly um, and increase your, your strength training, your resistance training, add more weight to the barbell, add more weight, grab a heavier dumbbell, grab a heavier kettlebell, do more weight training, ensure you're getting a full range of motion whenever you're doing any sort of a weight training exercise, right? If you're doing squats, but you're only doing half rep, half range of motion squats from the top, you know, down to halfway and then back up, you're not working that full muscle. You're not allowing that full muscle to break down and develop the way that it needs to. So there's two things that are very important when it comes to weightlifting, adding more weight to the bar and ensuring that you're doing the movement properly and with a full range of motion. Okay. So, so the, the metabolism is, it's crazy. Like I didn't know all of this up until a couple of years ago when it comes to metabolism, I always thought it was the exact same thing, right? So cut calories, increase activity, you'll lose weight. Um, and that works to an extent until you hit a point where your metabolism is so slow that it's not burning enough calories throughout the day for you to actually achieve results. And I've worked with clients. I've worked with, you know, members, uh, through nutrition coaching and through personal training where we've actually, it's a struggle. Um, we've actually increased their calories, increased their strength training, and they've started to lose weight in the process because their metabolism started to fire a little bit faster, a little bit faster, a little bit faster. And then we just slowly rode that train back up to maintenance. Once we got them in maintenance for four to six weeks, we then went into a slight deficit and the pounds just started coming off. And, and that's the biggest struggle when it comes to trying to work with metabolism, trying to explain how to lose weight properly is that everybody just, just assumes that if I increase my intake and I decrease my calories or increase my exercise and I decrease my calorie intake, I'll lose weight and you will to a point. And then your body's going to stop losing weight. Particularly it's going to stop losing body fat 
and it's going to start burning a little bit more muscle. Right? It's been commonly referred to as like starvation mode. Um, it's kind of a fallacy. Starvation mode doesn't really exist, but there is metabolic damage that can exist if your caloric intake is too low for too long. It's also why it's recommended that when you do like a deficit, when you do a, a cut, your cut isn't much longer than like 12 weeks. 12 weeks is about the amount of time before you want to go back up into increasing your calories back up to that maintenance level, your new maintenance based on your current body weight. And moving from there, allowing your body to readjust, allowing your metabolism to speed up again, and then trying to go back into another cut. Right? So kind of the way it works with metabolism is not kind of, definitely the way it works with metabolism is increase the anabolic signal that you're sending to your body through resistance training and through weight training, and then slowly and methodically increase your caloric intake up to a maintenance level. If you're drastically under calories, your metabolism is going to be very, very slow. And you definitely want to speed that up. The best way to speed that up is to increase your calories slowly, send the anabolic signal to your muscles, to your body through weight training, strength training, building more lean muscle mass. This doesn't mean that you need to get bulky. This doesn't mean that you're going to get bulky. It's extremely hard to get bulky, to put on that much muscle mass, right? As somebody who is currently trying to build a, a bunch of muscle um, and I'm still losing weight, it's very, very difficult to get your body to do, to get to that level, right? That, that bodybuilder level where you have a ton of muscle mass and you're bulky and you look like you belong on stage in a show. And that's because it takes a lot of hard work and specific isolated work on those muscle groups in order to achieve that specific look. That's the goal that those people were looking to achieve. And they were able to do it through having a high metabolism, strength training, weight training, and eating a lot of calories, right? If you're trying to lose weight, you need to make sure that your metabolism is firing the way that it needs to be firing. The best way to do that is high quality foods in the correct amount, strength training, weight training, resistance training, increasing your lean muscle mass. The, the best way that I found to do this is measurements, um, biceps, chest, waist, hips, legs, um, in body scans, stuff like that. You can get, you know, the pinchers that will help you kind of calculate your body fat percentage. There's a bunch of different ways to properly calculate your body fat percentage. So the best way that I've always just gone off pictures before and afters. I love that because it shows an aesthetic change over time which you may not notice yourself, right? So increase metabolism through increasing calories, increasing strength training, decreasing, not completely cutting out, but decreasing steady state cardio to a more manageable level so that your body isn't always trying, isn't always receiving a signal that says slow down the metabolism because we're not sure if we're getting get enough food, okay? All right, guys, that's what I got for you today. Metabolism, increased weight training, increase calories back up to maintenance, and then go on a cut. That's going to be the best way to increase your metabolism, cut some body fat, lose weight the proper way, the healthy way, and the way that everybody wants to achieve. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. Hey, what's up? Thank you for listening to this episode of the Freak Talks Podcast. If you found this information interesting, don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a review. It really, really helps us out. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you guys next time.